Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. sure if the following is a controversial statement or not but it is something that i believe and that is i look forward to the next recession i think it's pretty clear where the next recession is going to hit and it's going to hit hard it is going to hit the fake rich the financial engineers there will undoubtedly be collateral damage uh to others but uh i want to talk to the one and only adrian hernandez uh about Really, the excitement? Yeah, I'll say excitement for the next recession because I've been preparing for it for a while. Adrian, how you doing? What's going on, everybody? What's up, Zuber? Can't wait for the all right event, man. I'm stoked. Yeah. Couple of days away. I'm let's getting a little go. butterfly and nervous. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. But uh, let's talk about recessions. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're, you're great topic. You have you really like since you've been running a business. Have you really experienced a recession just yet? No. So I, I graduated in 2008, right when the recession had, right. we were going okay. through the recession. So I saw my parents and my, you know, everyone go through it, but I have not experienced it. Uh, and then when would you say you, you know, cause again, I think in a past video, you talked about having 12 or 21 jobs or whatever. When yeah. did you really flip to becoming an entrepreneur? What year was that? 2011. Okay. So let's, and it's always been real estate. It's always been some version of what sits in front of me today, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's always been, I mean, I did like credit repair prior to, and some car sales that led to real estate, but it was real estate in 2011. All right. So um, let's just first acknowledge that starting real estate in Southern California in 2011 is amazing timing, right? It was, you have it was, seen, it was a crazy. Yeah. You've, you, you've had, you've had the benefit of, what would that be? 13 years, certainly 12 years of just, you know, all of that. Yep. So uh, I think your first recession is going to be interesting. And the good thing is you and I talk and you're already preparing and you're doing those things. But the reason I'm looking forward to a recession is A, they're a natural part of the business cycle. Right. B, they really punish stupidity and i think 2020 2021 and, and at least the first half of 2022 was full of people in real estate being stupid yep and you know i've been sitting on the sidelines i was stacking cash i wasn't as active as i was the years before because i saw the stupidity and the stupidity has gone on longer than i expected but i think <laughs> i think it's coming to an end and um I just thought we should talk about it. So what do you think of all that? I think it's I think it is an, an awesome topic and it's so spot on. We can still see it though. I still think the stupidity is is rising, <laughs> right? I I saw some people buy some Lambos uh the last couple of months that do not that should not be buying Lambos, right? And Are we and you're, seriously still doing that? Oh, they're still doing it. They're still doing it, right? And there's this um there's this, you know, whole thing, well, if I 
if I buy a Lambo, then I can make a whole bunch of content and make a bunch of money on content, right? Like, which I get some of it, but, but Zuber, as to your point, how many people, and you guys, those of you listening, how many people did you guys see in 2019, 20, we'll call it 20, 21, 22, that made all this money, right? And went in, like you said, lavish vacations, Hermes bouts, Louis Vuitton bouts, Louis they Vuitton jackets. Out. Balling out the line from Louis from Louis Vuitton right after the recession, you could you had to wait three and a half hours to get into the store. Oh, the fake! I'm gonna call it the fake rich or the fake entrepreneur. Uh, it it, it the come up it's that's coming. Like if all like this is something else that's weird. Like if you got your real estate license in 2020, I generally feel sorry for you. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know any different. And they don't know anything different. You didn't do any blocking and tackling. You have no money management. You have you you have no idea what's coming to you. You 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 got lucky. And you know what's crazy is majority of them are either in a apartment, condo, or renting a house, mm. which is even more insane, yeah, right? They didn't buy an asset, right? Yeah. No, because mm. well, that's not sexy, Zuber. That's not, it doesn't look there, good on not, Instagram. There, there's nothing. What am I going to do? Post that on my Instagram? Nobody's going to. Nobody's going to freaking like that, right? But they'll like. They'll like the belt I bought. They'll like the shoes I bought. And you guys, I witnessed this. You know, obviously there are different fields, right? You you have your wholesale. You have your buy and hold. But I never, I never saw it so bad in the traditional real estate world and in the wholesale world. Those yeah, two no, worlds, uh, yeah, insane, insane. The other thing that I saw was there was a lot of um a lot of baristas a lot of uh fast food workers a lot a lot of these folks that that saw the the wholesalers flashing checks and next thing you know they quit they burned the bridge and they're wholesalers and maybe they got lucky maybe maybe you know timing wait and and then they have no money management this is the thing money management the last two years been, if you're buying a Lamborghini today because your vision is building content and having the content pay for the Lamborghini, you're a moron. Moron. Just flat out. Moron. What happens when it doesn't work? What what well, wholesalers, what happens when the escrows fall out? What happens when the more when the when the when the note is due, right? And you have no deals. We, we, you know, you know, it's interesting. When did we see a major slowdown? We lost a shit ton of money. When was that? That was um, uh, November, December, January. So November, December, 22 and January, 23. Insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. And you know, what's funny. And that was a blip. That was a, a blip. little window, a couple of months. And I know people that had to give back their Lamborghinis. Oh, and no, you know, what's I... crazy. Well, it's crazy. Super. They just went and bought another one. Oh, so the same guy. <laughs> Lost one, bought one. You think you would freaking learn off the first time? But you know, you guys, it's it's hard. You can hear this all you want. You know, I remember being twenty four years old, making three hundred grand, and not saving any of it, and trying to be a a quote unquote rich baller, even though I didn't know what was going on. And uh, and 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 I'll have to say. Uh, it was it was the stupidest decision that I ever made. And if you guys can just listen for five seconds to what Zuber talks about, like had I met Zuber in 2011, 2012, right? Things would be much, much different. 
And I had to go through that. I had to learn the hard way. You guys don't need to learn the hard way. Stop it. Stop listening to everyone on Instagram. You know, I remember someone telling me the only way you can go make more money is you got to go get yourself in debt. I've heard that. Yeah. You need to light a fire under your ass. Go get, go get a debt, go buy another car, go do this. Like, really? That's what we're telling people to do. We were buying $2,500 suits, Zuber. Um, I was buying $1,100 pens. Pens! $1,100! Because I, 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 I got to go make more money. And then the well, other half-assed backwards thought is, well, I'll just go do another deal. Yeah. Well, well, uh, that's fine. It's just another deal. It's just another deal. It's just another deal. You're on there. The, you know, this concept of a rat race is real. And if you guys don't know this, the bigger the wheel, the harder you have to run. So money management, if you're getting more debt, that makes the wheel go bigger and it takes more energy and inertia to get that damn thing going. You only got two legs. I slow down. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's buying it's Lamborghinis. That is. That so is the recession I think we'll clear a lot of the fake panures out, right? Fake panures. I like that word. Fake panures like out. Fake panures. Right? There you go. Fake yep. panures out. It'll get rid of the fake agents. It'll get rid of the fake wholesalers. And those of you that were used to pushing weight and now you try to sell deals, you're going to go back to pushing weight because it's just what it is. And and the sooner you guys can realize that you need to start acquiring assets, you need to start looking at the one rental at a time model. You need to start looking at how to acquire some financial freedom for yourself in the future, guys. It's not... It's it's not going to happen. And if you're under the age of 40, pull your head out of your ass. Sorry, but not sorry. No, sorry, but not sorry. I like it. No, again, this this recessions are natural. And again, I've been through two nasty ones as an adult. Obviously, the great financial crisis, but also the dot-com crisis. The dot-com crisis kicked my ass, right? It's where it basically slapped me upside the head, said, you're a moron, you're not doing the work, blah, blah, blah. I've just taken 80% of what you had just gone just wow. overnight. And maybe everybody has to go through this, but this, because of social media, because of entrepreneurs, because of the stupidity of buying belts and shoes and Lamborghinis and all this other stuff, it, it it's going to get wild. It's going to get, it, it, the other thing I think about when I, I hear you talk about this is the mortgage industry has been in a depression for let's call it two years. Right. Right. No refis to speak of purchases way down. You, you get the story there by, by some reports, the mortgage brokers, I guess they're called there's 50% in the business today than there was two years ago. So I look at that and I go, could that happen to realtors? Could that happen to fake entrepreneurs? Hmm. I think the answer is yes. I think it could be a bloodbath. Most definitely. Most definitely. You you saw 2008. Oh, up close and personal. I knew guys who were doing seven-figure flips in the Silicon Valley and was wildly successful. And I remember the house because I saw it. He didn't want to take a 50K loss. 50K loss. And he tried to hold on and wait. And that was the decision that caused his entire business to go bust. Divorce, bankruptcy. It was it was ugly to watch. Sometimes you got to take the small loss to avoid the big loss. That was, that was my biggest, one of my biggest takeaways from, from 08 is yeah, the, sometimes the market goes against you and you, you got to try to survive and, 
and sell yeah. with a little bit of blood instead of everything. My uh, uncle was making three, four million dollars as a mortgage broker in two thousand seven. You know, two thousand six, yeah. leading up to the leading up to the crash. Uh, you know, it's crazy. He got he got an offer for like in the in the tens of millions of dollars, right? Mm. Turned it down. Now, you know, what's crazy is, uh, and I'm sure you know he wouldn't. Sorry, but I exposed this, but you're fine. Everyone knows about it anyways. So <laughs> it's not a secret. <laughs> it's not a secret. Uh, so he had all the flashy stuff, right? He had the he had every single car you can think about. He had all the the fancy stuff, right? He he they didn't really acquire many assets. It was all about let me go, you know, buy a whole bunch of ish, right? And you guys, he's not even in the mortgage business anymore. He he it's it's he's nowhere. And you know, it's funny, I talked to him. A couple of weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago, actually, I saw him at a family function and he looked at me and he goes, don't make the same mistake I did. And he goes, I will never get back to where I'm at because my mind is completely gone. Like, I don't think you guys understand when that recession comes, you're not just losing all the shit that you bought, but you're going to lose a portion of who you are because you're so used to a lifestyle that's fake. It's not real. And then let's get even deeper. I have a, I have a friend who had a friend who was very, actually his best friend. Uh, I met the guy a few times, very, very flashy guy, never bought anything uh, worth worth asset wise, but always had a Burberry shirt on or, or, or some sort of Burberry pants. He was so used to that lifestyle, guys, when the recession came, he's no longer with us. Oh, I, because had, I, I saw that happen too. Be, because, because you were bought into something that wasn't real. And you got so used to it. You got so used to it that that in your mind there was no way back besides out. Yeah, That's let's scary. let's have yeah, let's have this honest conversation. Because again, I've been through two recessions. And I don't I think I think some people need to hear this. So in between recessions are expansions, right? Expand, contract, expand, contract. Generally speaking, expansions are a decade, contractions are a year and a half, generally speaking. Do you want to know the real sad reality? Wealth, life-changing wealth is made in the 18 months, not the 10 years. Wow. The 10 years is where you recoup it. You recognize it. But the wealth is made in a recession. So when I tell you with certainty that I am looking forward to the next recession, I am telling you that as a guy who has taken advantage of the last two and would look forward to a third one. Everybody else is bawling out during expansion because you think the sun will never set. Hey, moron, the sun always sets. Yep. And then if you're if you're if you have the wrong mindset or execution, I'm gonna buy your shit for pennies on the dollar. Yep. And I'm gonna win long term. So uh, when I tell you I'm looking forward to the recession, I'm, dude, I might buy some crazy stuff right from people at fifty cents on the dollar. You know, ten whatever it is. Because I've been waiting for this, this thing to get here. I love it. I love it. And, and you guys, let's let's really look at it, right? I mean, let's really look at it. Tony Robbins talks about winter is coming. Yeah. He always says winter is coming. Well, I don't know if anyone caught on, but about two years ago, he started saying winter is here. Winter is here. Winter is here. And then recently he said, there's a storm coming. Winter is here, but you haven't seen the storm. The storm is coming. Some of you are like looking around and going, oh, wow, if this is a recession, I got it. 
Yeah, I, I'm good. And, I'm good. <laughs> and, and, and I'm I'm talking to myself when I say this, Zuber. I don't think we have a freaking clue, a freaking clue what's going to happen mentally yeah. and emotionally. Yeah. yeah, we got it. We got it. And again, you know, if you're, you know, you're in your early 30s, in your 20s, early 40s, you got to understand that recessions are part of the process. And if you understand they're part of the process, you can prepare for them. And I really hope you hear me when I tell you, now you can make money in any market. I've been buying deals every year for 25 years, but you make life-changing wealth during a recession. And it's really funny. I've been watching some Ken McElroy stuff recently, and he's talking about generational wealth being mm. built in the next two years. And a bit, it, I don't want to do it a disservice, watch this stuff. Basically saying we're going to have two years of pain in multifamily, overbuilt, bad debt structures, syndicators, you know, blah, blah, blah. There will be deals to be had. But then, oh, by the way, he's like, the next two years, the next five years after that are going to be great because we're not building. He's like, look at the gap. There's nothing coming after this. So right. I, I happen to agree with Ken that the greatest wealth opportunity perhaps, and I, I hope you hear this too, of my lifetime. Yeah. The greatest wealth opportunity of my lifetime might be the next 24 to 30 months. And it's because there will be distressed multifamily. Uh, that's what I buy, but there'll be distress anywhere. If you have yeah. uh, the last thing, the, the last thing, the rant about, I don't know why I got ranty, but I'm getting ranty. I love it. We repeated the same idiotic and stupid mistakes in 2020 and 2021 in commercial that we did in single family homes. What was yep. that? Yep. Short-term debt, variable rate debt, Stupid assumptions. I remember people saying in 0506, housing never goes down. If housing never goes down, the only answer is to ladder up and leverage to your health. Well, that's not true. And now we got people doing value, value add opportunities in multifamily. I was just talking to a syndicator. She, she was telling me about properties in Texas that sold three times inside four years. That's just wow. dumb money chasing dumb money. And it's wow. like playing musical chairs. And if you were the last person, you got stuck with a lemon. There's no way wow. those properties will make money. All that shit's going back to the bank. No way. Oh, it's and, and we're and you're already seeing it happen. You're yeah. already seeing it happen. And look at look at office look at offices. Look at office buildings. You can't fill those office buildings to save your life. No, it's it's crazy. And again, the yeah, the fake rich. The I like I love that I like that the fake preneur. Fake preneur. You know, there's a lot of people, and this is another thing I've ranted about occasionally. I think, generally speaking, if you take a a, a population or a stadium or whatever it is, eighty percent of the people are destined to be employees like me, and twenty percent of the folks are destined to be entrepreneurs like you. Okay, eighty twenty rule feels reasonable. The last couple of years with fake fakepreneurs and you know social this and blah 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 this, it feels like eighty percent of people want to be entrepreneurs and nobody wants to be an employee. So we're right. going to see all those dumbasses bust out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are, and it, and that's why you know it's funny. You know, you look at job applications. You know, we have job applications that we we're always you know hiring. Right? It's it's amazing the little amount of job applications we get. 
Hmm. You know, I, my buddies own restaurants here in town. I talk to them. I'm like, dude, how hard is it to find a place? He goes, it's the hardest ever because everyone wants to open their own restaurant and they have zero idea how to do it. They're just, again, it's sexy. It's cool. I think I need entrepreneur in my bio on Instagram. Yeah. So let That's me go good. create Adrian Hernandez LLC and try to do something. You yeah. guys go back and watch the video that Zuber and I did on entrepreneur versus, uh, yeah. you know, ver versus an employee. Some of you need to recognize who you are. You're not, you're not, a, you're not an entrepreneur. You're going to make way more money, have way more financial freedom as an employee. If you just realize that and stop listening to the news, stop listening to all the noise that's outside of, that's around you. In fact, stop listening to this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I wish people again. I I'm really trying to create content here recently and and talk about it in other shows that being an entrepreneur or being an employee is okay. Some yeah. people think employee is a four letter word. For most of you, you're going to make more money, have less stress, and be able to build financial freedom quicker. Yep. Entrepreneur is hard. You're always working. Everybody fails the first time. It's just, it's. For some reason, it got sexy. It just got sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy. And you know what? One of the things that you and I could watch to really see this blow up is your job applications. Mm. Because you're going to get more applicants when the recession really – that's actually – it'll be an indicator for me. You'll, you'll come by someday in the next six months or a year, and you go, Zuber, shit, we used to get three applicants a week. We got 12 this week. I believe it. That's going to tell me that the recession is kicking in because people have given up on this kind of fake dream that they were never prepared for. They didn't right. have the balance sheet. And um, that'll be something I'm going to watch. That's, that, that'll be interesting. It, is, is the dream real, though? Or is, or is it? A, well, I don't know. A... Are dreams ever real? I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But was it was it a real like I've always had a dream to do this since I was 16 years old, right? Like some of you, like is it a real yes, dream or you, did you I just think about it last year? I saw th that's a good point for most people, and again, I could be wrong. Like I, I'm just thinking of myself. I never, ever, ever dreamed about being an entrepreneur, dude. I never even thought it was a possibility, right? Right. I always had. I always knew that Mike Zuber would have a job. That was it. So I don't good. know why. It's just the yeah, way I was good. raised, I guess. I don't know. It's good self-awareness. But some but the, the the point of that is like so many people, like you guys, some of you I talked to and you're like, I, I know you and I talked to you three, two years ago, right? And you tell me one thing and I talked to you today and you're telling me com something completely different, which I know is not real. You're not coming up with that. Someone else oh, is. Yeah. Who else is creating your story? Who else is creating your future? If you're not doing it and that's not what you really want to do and you're just going off of what everyone else is doing, you guys, you're setting yourself up for failure. And 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 I want you to understand the repercussions that, that, that happens here. Let's just say you're in your late 20s, early 30s. Fuck, let's just say you're in your mid-30s for a quick example. Do you know like you're not going to get back to your mid-40s? Do you know how long it's going to take you to, to catch up on all that time that you wasted? Like, I need you guys to start to think, you know, Tony says this best. We underestimate, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in five years, right? But some of us, some of us don't understand that five-year window. Some of us aren't understanding that this takes so much time. So you're doing something you don't want to do. And now all of a sudden you got to go back. You're starting all over and it's going to take a whole nother five years for you to get there. 
whole nother five years. So if you're 19 years old and you're looking at, and you're listening to this, congratulations, you had a bunch of time, right? If you're yeah. mid thirties, mid forties, you guys get, you get fifties. You really got to start thinking. Yeah. Again, it's okay to be an employee. Most, yeah. Now you, now you need to build around it. You need to get a skill. You need to, you know, buy assets, all of that, but you know, you could get there in 10 years. The buddy that uh, is going to be at the event, Dion, this weekend at the ORAD event, uh, he started his journey at 40 with 250 grand in debt. Wow. wow. Talk about being in a hole. Wow. He made 17 bucks an hour and he was responsible for three growing kids. Wow. Fast forward a decade, he is. He's quit his job. He's financially free. And he has like 16 units. It's freaking awesome. Dude, that if you could do awesome. that, come on. That is freaking awesome. That's inspiration right there. That is cool. And while he was working a normal job. Normal job. Dude, his vision of retirement, he went to the Marines because he wanted the pension. The Marines uh, let him go after Desert Storm. Then he wanted to be a police officer and do his 20. Then the Great Recession happened. He took a truck driving job to pay the bills and feed his family. That's when he made the decision to get serious after a nasty divorce. And, um, dude, if he could do it. And he worked. He busted his ass. He did some side hustles on the side. And he decided to become a real estate investor, Adrian. And he didn't buy anything for two years because it took him two years to dig out of the hole. Wow. Wow. Would you count being a real estate investor and entrepreneur? No, I wouldn't. No, I've never. I'm I'm an investor, employee, investor, entrepreneur. They are three separate circles in my head. I couldn't agree with you more. So you guys don't get that confused, right? I think some of you think like, oh, I'm going to be a real estate investor. That automatically means you're an entrepreneur. No, no, not the way no. I did it. I was a great employee doing 68 hours a week. Dion was a great employee doing what he did. Um. Yeah. And we were just, we would, I am starting to appreciate an idea that I first heard from Grant Cardone. Basically, this is my summary. Go do what you do well, do it more. Mm. Live below your means, stack paper, take that paper and go buy assets. My assets happen to be real estate. And then after years, you can live off the cash flow. So good. It it works. So good. Just simple. Most most people don't want to delay gratification. You're like to your earlier point about being a 35 year old. Here's the deal. I hope you're alive at 45. Now, act like it. Invest like it. Because if you don't do anything different, why is anything going to change? So good. So good. So good. Some of you, no. yeah. someone out there, listen to this, and someone out there a light bulb went off that said i need to get my act in order and for I that person so. take action guys for everybody else go watch this three or four more times until it yeah goes. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> don't watch it with kids because apparently we both swore this one oh, so yeah. my bad Sorry. i got a little i got a little excited so did uh, I. my bad adrian you're going to be speaking at the event i think on saturday 
Can't uh, wait. What you, you have any idea what you're going to talk about? You're going to spring it on us, or what? What's yeah, what's the word? Uh, life of an entrepreneur. We're talking about the mindset of an entrepreneur, the things I had to do mentally, emotionally, spiritually to keep me in line to not lose my head. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about some real practical stuff that I've used that you can use also to to help you. You know, just enjoy this process a little bit more do you know get 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 more in alignment with what we need to do and not only that but really continue to move forward because there's there's the you know the week always fold right and the only reason why they fold is because what's going on up here i'm excited yeah at the and again life of an entrepreneur like we talked last week you, you, part of that means you could lose big money six figures all of that so how do you how do you uh, how do you stay grounded, keep moving forward? So Adrian, thank you for coming out. Thank you for being a part of it. I appreciate you. Have a good week. I can't wait. Let's go. Yep.